Everybody, I usually have something funny to say, but not today. <laughs> Even Adam, I'm shocked. I'm so, shook. We'll jump right into it. Welcome to the Honest Tea with Mark and Wendy. Oh, you really did take over that intro. So I'm sure like a few of you have noticed like past two weeks we haven't had an episode out. Mm-hmm. Now let me tell you, we've been recording them. Yes, we re- every Wednesday we get together and we record them. We we say we're gonna put them out on Friday and we, we won't we won't get a little distracted. That's okay. We get distracted and then the, it's been a hard couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. We've both been really learning a lot. Yes. And so the first week, two weeks ago, George Floyd was killed by a police officer. Mm-hmm. And we briefly discussed it on that pod. And I, I don't want to say we were, we just didn't have all the details and didn't know. And I mainly felt like that was the week where I felt really, really off. Yeah. I felt like just off. And Mark, I feel like you've been pretty, I don't know, you've been pretty active within the movement for a really long time. And I just felt so uneducated and I felt just ignorant. I didn't want to, I just didn't have much to contribute to the conversation. And I didn't like that. And I felt, Right. I just felt so off. And then the next week, I was feeling off uh-huh. and I was all over the place. And I didn't really just between what's going on in the world, what's going on in my personal life, like just all of it. And I'm just like confused. <laughs> more than normal. More than normal. And so we're going to go through and like edit it. And you know, we, we like it raw. We don't really edit things. We just we put it out as yeah. how we have it. And so mm-hmm. we we're trying to go back and edit. And it was, wasn't authentic. You know, I yes. was like, and so we, we talked uh, and we came up with, we're like, we're just going to do a whole new episode. We'll get back on track. So this is going to be officially episode nine. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And yeah. we're going to be back on track. So. Yes. Oh, another thing too, like it. Did it feel right when, like, this isn't just a trend, but it especially the first, like, two weeks was a time when Black voices need to, needed to be amplified, and it felt really, it just felt wrong to promote something we, of our creation. We felt like we were showing up to their party and telling them what music to put on. Oh, go ahead and tell them about that I little love, video. I, like... It's a I really good analogy. Described it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there's this girl, this white girl, and she shows up at this apartment party, and the guy answers the door, and he's like, "Oh, hey, you're late." She's like, "Oh, I know I'm late, but I'm I'm here. Doesn't that count?" He's like, "Well, yeah, but you know, everybody's been here." Right, right. And she's like, "Well, I saw everybody posting about it about the party online, and it just looked really cool, and I just wanted to come by, so I'm here now." And he's like, "Yeah, that's 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 cool. Come on in. Come on into the party." And she's like, "Well, I brought a playlist with really cool music," and he's like. We already have music. Right. And she's like, well, I can do this and this. No, we already have that too. The party's already going. Yeah, the party sucks, baby. And so, anyways, he invites her in. And then it's, it jumps to this other club. This white guy is knocking at the door. And he was like, hey, I'm here for the party. And the girl like jumps in front of the black guy and was like, you're late to the party. This party's been going. <laughs> and he's like, you literally just got it. <laughs> 
So we literally felt like the people at the party showing up and trying to give a playlist of music. Right. And we both learned that we need to really listen to the the the, the black voices that are out there. And really, yes. and I don't mean listen, I mean hear them and hear their experiences and hear their feelings and their emotions and their thoughts. And like Wendy said, I've I've been in tune with the Black Lives uh, Matter movement since it's been a hashtag. <laughs> and even before that, I was big on um, sociology in our country and the history of our country and um, all that good stuff. And I've always been hyper aware. With that said, I'll never know what it is to experience it myself. Uh, and I, it is a privilege. It's, it's a privilege for us to be able to discuss it and wonder what it would be like rather than facing racism every day. We have a friend, um, we have a mutual friend who is black and he's like, he's like, obviously I feel passionate about it because I live it. He goes, but it ain't nothing compared to Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, <laughs> and anyways. also too, it's like you know, it's it's like they've done the work. They, like you're saying, have experienced it. They are the coaches and the leaders in this. So we kind of thought maybe like we could share some of the people that if you are interested in educating yourself, and I suggest you, know, you to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. It's so important to kind of try to see that perspective and that lens. Yes, uh, especially if you don't really aren't really close to anybody uh, that lives that daily in right. black lives if they're not you know you'd be really surprised of how different the world is right it's like if you take yourself out of your own little bubble and perspective which I'm gonna sidebar this real quick because this has always been something that just blows my mind so we're all each the center of our own universe but isn't it crazy that like when you look around you and you think about your experiences it means so much to you it means the world to you the people right. in your life mean the, literally like the world to you right but it's crazy that I can look at you and you have that exact same perception, um, except it's completely different, but you feel the same about your world. You have your own entire experience and your own yeah. universe going on around you. Like and it's just crazy to think about all the marginalized. Like as a woman, mm-hmm. I'll never know, you know, the sexism that you face and things like that and the feelings and attitudes towards that. Right, right. And as a gay man, I'll never know. I'm all though I do love the little sayings that you guys say all obviously. Obviously, never know. Which sidebar, again, sidebars and sidebar, all those things come from black women. women. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. But I, um, well, let's let's start. uh, So that's kind of the explanation of what's been going on the past two weeks and what we've been trying to get together and say and and, and pass on. And we'll come back to the uh, resources that we have or we found that we think others can help. And I, I, I take that back. Not that we found. But resources that have helped us. (laughs) Yes. We'll we'll pass them on to help you. How was your week? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. So I love how freaking Patrick calls my ass out because he texts us today in a little group chat and he goes, (laughs) So we've been going out on the boat like for the last few weekends. And every single time I say, I'm not getting slosh. So he he loved to say, Wendy, quote, I'm not getting slosh, unquote, Oldham. (laughs) I was like, you're shady. Motherfucker. 
<laughs> but it's so true because I've been drinking like literally you would think I was like a freaking redneck just cruising I don't even know I just I'm thinking about some of my own family but like well, you have to keep in mind you're hanging out with like a predominantly gay group of men mm-hmm. who all take shots and drink and liquor drink. and well, I they're drink all men right oh yeah but they all drink shots and like these like white claws and I'm over there with Miller Lights like drinking a 16 pack when we like, went <laughs> last time I was on the boat I had a truly and I mixed it with vodka yeah <laughs> you got truly Slow shit. I did. It was a fun. little saucy. <laughs> uh, so you're on the boat. Oh yeah. So um, Saturday was so much fun. We had one of my really good friends. It was his birthday like a few weeks ago. So we went out on a boat and we were just hanging out. And then we turned around and went on another boat with one of the group of friends. I love and it. It was so fun. I just. Um, I, do, do, what do you feel like when your friend groups like collide like that? I so it depends like who I'm with because if I know that like they're outgoing people and I don't feel like I have to supervise them not that I even have to for them to have a good time I just want everybody to feel comfortable and right. have a good time see I understand way but with that group that you were with uh-huh. I feel like well both groups you were with I feel like just kind of get along I mean they yeah, know each other too totally and they're also bubbly of, and like social yeah, and right. they would find things to talk about you know but what I'm saying let me tell you you had a little Sunday fun day with uh, a few of our friends yes uh, and I don't know like I know that other people like sometimes are like oh well you are my friend now you're hanging out with them mm-hmm. you know get kind yeah. of like bitter or salty yeah. it makes my heart happy That's when I so see that and I'm like oh I love it well first of all it's not because they're <laughs> leaving me out we were out of town <laughs> now, let it be known catch, catch me if I'm in town and I catch y'all hanging out on a Snapchat they say, catch me outside how about that baby <laughs> I will be coming over in my robe and my rollers <laughs> you better work <laughs> you're telling Patrick you're taking like you're like, oh my shit. <laughs> so um, it was just so fun. Like, I don't know if this is an appropriate story to tell, but you think it'd be okay to talk about the tubing story? Or is that a little too... No, that's fine. You think so? I just think it's so funny. It's so, hilarious. That's cracking up. I haven't... Um, okay, so I get on this tube. Our friend has a jet ski and they have a, a tube to pull behind it. And I don't know if anybody's ever been on a tube, but it's like so fun, but it's so scary because you're hanging out for dear life, but one little slip up and you're like off it feels like you skyrocket into the clouds and it's like you're going at a million miles an hour so it's just yeah you were talking while you did we're like um, on there with um, with a friend and I'm like laughing and screaming all in one and he goes hey how about instead of like screaming we start uh, making like sex noises so we're both sitting there making these noises and um, I guess at one point you know we were just like laughing and I guess I started getting into it because I haven't gotten laid in a really long time <laughs> and uh, I got so into it that next thing I know I look over and this guy is off of the jet ski or off of the tube <laughs> he's been off the tube for a long time and I was just sitting there making these noises. Girl, that lets me have it. Have you seen those memes that's like, it's been been so long since sex that like yeah. someone touched my arm and I yes, <laughs> That's yes. kind of what it felt like. I was like, oh my gosh, like this has been too long. <laughs> but, um, you were into it. Into it, honey. And then Sunday, um, I was, you know, feeling pretty good. I got dressed up to go out for the first time in a while and that felt really good. Um, we went to just go eat and then we went out to Wonder Bar. That was dressed up? Girl, bye. <laughs> Mind your own, girl. <laughs> but yes, I thought you were gardening. I think you went out. <laughs> you shady. You so shady. I'm always. Yeah. 
<laughs> we sell the honest tea on the things around us, not each other, girl. It's the sour game. It's the sour game. <laughs> oh, yeah, which you are in love with Lady Gaga's album, huh? Yes. You think, oh, yes. So, so let me just jump into my week. Yes, jump so into your week. It was uh, my sister's birthday. Uh-huh. So we went up to the Dallas Fort Worth area to go see her and my family for her birthday, her big 30. Uh-huh. Uh, it was really good to see them. And then uh, we spent some time with Patrick's family. Well, Patrick's sister in law and the baby were the only ones there. And we just relaxed. I needed a chill weekend away. Yes. And it was so perfect. Because you said the kids weren't there, right? Right. Just the baby. Just the baby. The so baby. you were able to really, like, you didn't Relax. feel like you had to put on any yeah. kind of a show or right, anything. Right, yes. Right. Um, and then the, the thing that's, I mean, it's changing the world, really. Lady Gaga's chromatic. You do some shit was coming. It is everything I've ever wanted in a Gaga album. Ooh la la. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so I've been listening to that. It's gotten my ass up because I've been running a lot more because I just yes. listened to that whole album on repeat. I'm so repeat. proud of you. He's been doing like miles in the morning, sometimes in the evening. Yes. Like I died out. We went on a run today before a little dinner and then before this. And I died out after a mile. And Mark, Mark yeah, comes but you in. also just ran the whole thing. I stopped and walked and ran and stopped and walked. Oh, don't sell yourself short, Henny. You be oh, no, killing no, it. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> Trust me. He said, let me make this clear. As I feel my legs, muscles, <laughs> trust me. Um, but yeah, so Lady Gaga album is everything. And it she has really a song good. called Sour Candy, which Wendy calls me Sour Patch, uh-huh. which is a sour candy. Yeah. The song's about being sweet and then being angry. Literally alive. Or, well, yeah. not angry. You're more like salty. Right, right. You salty, you sweet, and you're you salty, then you're sweet. So I'm like a peanut butter cracker. Well, I don't... Is that salt? No, 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 no. Like a peanut butter jelly sandwich, huh? Oh. Right? Is that salty? Speaking of... What? <laughs> when, what? <laughs> we, you were just talking about a podcast you had heard earlier about, like, the longer oh. you're together with somebody... <laughs> The weirder your fights get. Yes. And so, like, when you're at the beginning of a relationship, you're like, oh, where where are you? And then towards, like, you know, 10 years in, oh, well, I'm I'm mad because I got this peanut butter and jelly because I wanted a sandwich. And then you ate the sandwich. You ate the bread. That's my And it's bread. so funny because, like, when you're first with each other, like, you're just trying to make each other happy. Right. It's so, so sweet. You're so uh, uh, accommodating. I- and everything's great. <laughs> and then five years later, you just go ahead and tell them Okay, I was laughing so hard. I mean, I, I can't. Every time I watch these videos, because I just posted on my Instagram, I mean, I, I looped it so many times. But we're sitting there and we're eating these, or we're eating. And then Patrick goes into the kitchen to go get some forks. And he's like, he's like, where are the forks? And we're like, he's like, we're missing three forks. We're like, yeah, because we got them right here. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> he's like, no, y'all, the forks. Like, I'm missing three forks. So this escalates into so we're supposed to have apparently we're supposed to have six of these and we only have three you think I should just pick can I play the audio <laughs> sure <laughs> Funny. Gonna kill you. Oh my gosh, it's so freaking hilarious. So we're sitting there and it just starts escalating because Mark and I are like, no, like you have got it twisted. And we're dying laughing because we're forks. Right. <laughs> and I wish you could see this. Like Patrick's literally like holding the fork, looking like he's charging in the army and he's just like charging to the on, um, you know, charging into the next whoever they're at war with. I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like swinging this fork. I picture around. Little Mermaid's dad. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> Listen to this. Oh, no. oh, 
Patrick calls his mom. Oh yeah, he literally calls he his mom. That he, those were his, and they were at his mom and dad's, and she let him have it because they were his, and they were yeah. non-bendable Martha Stewart. Yeah, he goes non-bendable. Google it. Question art. Question art. Yeah, question art. We're like question art. I know. I knew. I was just really clean. Are you trying? That's all. That's whenever you coming into new money, girl. So tell me why his mom gets on the phone. He really does call his mom to verify. He's like, he's like, mom, didn't you leave those behind in the house for me? And I was joking around thinking she'd say, oh yeah, there those are. Give those back to me. (laughs) And Mark was like, and they're talking, and Mark goes, and I didn't lose them. And Patrick goes, who the fuck are they then? And Mark goes. Because you probably ate it because you never slow down when you eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When oh. I tell you I was in actual tears, like yeah, you were crying. Oh my gosh, yes, my body got like weak because I was laughing so oh, hard. It's funny. It's just so funny. I'm like, man, I. Can't. It's funny, like if you look at relationships versus like beginning mm-hmm. versus like five years down the road, like things right. are so different. Like, and I was talking about like, oh, we used to go work out together, and you know, we do that. And now it's like, no, I don't really work out. I know, right. Well, come on. <laughs> but it's so funny that things change like that. Right? It's so crazy. Like, you know what? My longest relationship has been two years. And it, they do say that your honeymoon phase can last up to two years. I haven't even made it out of the point to where I've gotten Girl, to that. consider yourself lucky. Because if I ever Girl. find myself single again, I'm going to two-month max. Two months. What was that Disney movie? Uh, a star? Ah, what was? Was it with a Star Wars? No, no, it's a Disney movie. Oh, it is. Catherine Heigl played in it. It's one of those uh, oh. Wish Upon a Star. <laughs> and like in there, she, they have a time limit on their boyfriends. Like they have to yeah. break up after so long. I'm obsessed. I just like, I do think it's so beautiful how like, I don't know. I am, I am excited to one day just have that. I, it, you guys are so funny to watch, but even though. Yeah, we like, keep it real. No matter if somebody's so here. Real. No, we're, we're the same as somebody's here or somebody's not. Oh yeah. Like one time Mark and I showed up super drunk and Patrick lit, not even just handed it to Mark but he handed it to me too he was just like chewing us out and I'm like alright I can make it <laughs> but he's Before like just me, keep it real <laughs> <You know? laughs> we're like why are you giving it us now, what, do we, what do we do <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> what do you think you said? Actually, Mark, okay, you have to tell me what your thing is or what my thing is that I do when I'm drunk, but I know Mark is turned up whenever he, he like twitches his eyes. <laughs> 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 I like, I just, I. Or when I start texting, right? And yeah, I, oh, yeah. He like, he squints his eyes to text or he'll just turn to me and say, Wendy. He'll start whispering, Wendy, I'm fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't do. know what you do. I think you get real. Because you're always like really happy and bubbly, uh-huh. but you get really like touchy and like really sweet. You're like, oh, I love you so much. I love this. I love that. I love everybody. Yes. Did I ever tell you? You're very like you're funny. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Oh, that's the only time you've ever told me well, that. Funny, I'm just like, kidding. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the first time I ever... Did we talk about this already? The first time we ever got drunk on here? Was this uh, a conversation? So if we ever repeat a story, we apologize because we record those other episodes. And right. And I'm like, wait, which episode <laughs> did we talk about this on? Also, we have an attention span of like a squirrel. And on top of that, we both have really bad memories. But you have a really good memory, I think. Yeah, we have an attention span of a squirrel. And really bad. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> 
You're literally looking at me like I'm saying something new. You're like, oh yeah. This is literally what I'm talking about. <laughs> like I had my entire attention like on him. I'm like, oh wow, yeah. He's right. <laughs> Man, that's a good point. <laughs> the first time I'll never forget though, the first time I ever got drunk was my um senior year prom. And like I got salsa off of some smirnoffs. And it was so funny because classy. like classy. Oh, I'm such a classy broad. Oh, marry me. <laughs> 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 the, um, but like I had these Smirnoffs and I was just going around to everybody and I was like I was like you are literally the most incredible person I love you so much why have we never been friends until now or if we were friends I was like you were literally the most incredible person I don't know how I ever got so lucky to have you in my life like straight up piping people up to the okay, max first of all I thought that was just me oh, but apparently I'm not well, this special. is a little awkward so, <laughs> you're the that, most but that's very special. you that's very <laughs> I, it's so funny because it's very us because Mark well, us and I each other. Yes. yes. <gasps> you know we have We try to have, like out compliment each other. Yeah, right, right. We did talk about this on the pod one side. Okay. We did. I remember, oh, I love it because some of my favorite things we used to do, we haven't neither one of us have been as crazy as we used to be. Um, but Mark and I would like pretty much every other night because we're hot ass messes, we would like be FaceTiming each other, like one of us would FaceTime the other one super saucy. Yes. It's just so funny. Oh that's it's Good times. What was the first time you ever got drunk? Where were you? How old were you? I was in college. Oh, yeah, I was yes. in college, and I went to like this party with my uh, a couple of my friends. My friend Ashley, uh-huh. I don't know if you met her, but I've talked about her before. Right, I know but, the name for sure. Uh, my friend Ashley went, and like I remember, like I was drinking. We're a little old Brownwood at an apartment, and uh, I'm like, I don't know. I felt, I think I felt like such a badass because like <laughs> I had my Scott vodka. I thought I was like. On top of the world, walking around with it. I I remember just like once I got drunk, I was like, I'm Mark fucking Greenwood. what? Come on, Nicki Minaj. I'll just show you a picture of me, like, because I had my little highlights, my blonde highlights. Yeah. And I remember, the one thing I do remember is we were leaving. Well, I remember two things. I met this girl named Shakira at the room. <gasps> did her hips not lie? They did not. Oh, And yeah. I remember, like, dancing with her. Uh-huh. And then I remember, like, we were walking to the car. And I remember, like, it's, like, stuck in my memory. Like, I, <laughs> I looked down and my thought was, why is the ground coming up at me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I know I'm on the ground. And so they're like trying to throw me in the back of my car. Now back then I drove a manual shift. Oh, yeah, yeah. And my friend Ashley did not know how to drive one. And she got us home somehow. Oh. After drinking. I know. Well, the things you do when you're younger, you're like, what? I know. Literally, I think about some of the times when I have like, oh my gosh, I just can't deal with, with some of the stories. I've put myself in danger a few times and I'm like, what the hell was I thinking? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Well, also, I had worked the next day and I was the manager of the Chicken Express. I was very important. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so it was a Sunday. And I think we were supposed to open at like 9. Uh-huh. And I woke up at like 11. And by the time I got back to my apartment, like put on my clothes, I didn't get to work until 1230. Well, I was the manager. Like I was the one with the keys to unlock and let everybody in. <laughs> so I get there. All my employees are just sitting out in the parking lot. <laughs> Because they had been texting me. Like, Were you still champagne drunk too? Yes. Oh my gosh. Anyways, I, I got a ride up from my boss. <laughs> 
I picture it's like, especially because I feel like you are so good. Cool. It's the worst feeling in the world when yes. you, know, you are such a rule and, follower. And then that and that day happened. My mom and dad came to eat at Chicken Express. <laughs> Like shortly after I got there. And so like I started crying to them until I was late and because I was drunk and my mom got mad and oh my God. I remember my poor mom. She's the sweetest thing in the world because she her her dad used to drink a lot uh-huh. and you yeah. know was kind of had a problem with it. And right. she asked if she needed to take me to AA. Oh, <laughs> she was like, I just told you have a problem with my mom's one time. She's literally like the sweetest. If she only knew now. <laughs> Luckily, she stopped listening to him so <laughs> What well, she don't know, don't hurt a girl. Okay. I didn't go home. I saw she was sitting there with her belt. She's like, when, you know how like, those scenes in the movies where um, their kid has snuck out and they're waiting for them downstairs in the living room with the lights yes. off? It's all broad daylight. You're going to go visit your mom. She's waiting for you with all the lights off in the house. Okay. And she's like, have a seat, please. <laughs> Turns on the light. I can just visit. I can too, my little mom. She's well, so cute. I, and for the longest time, I would not drink in front of my parents. Like, if we really? went to a restaurant or something, I wouldn't drink. And for for a long, long time, if they ever came over to my apartment, I would hide all my liquor. Uh-uh. Yeah. What? Like, in the, yeah. You're all spiking your coffee. Like, You're, like, trying to get that. your juice. But now, you know, but then, you know, my sister just, like, I know, shit. Right? So, when we went for his birthday, we both had a margarita. Yes. I'm all, ooh, bad boy. Okay. <laughs> I, um, have you ever gotten drunk in front of them? Uh, no. I want, well, my sister's wedding, I got pretty saucy. Oh, yeah, super saucy. Uh, but we were they, they left by the time I was like. When your bro came out, you were, that's whenever we became like, and they had we left. were broke. Because that's when we went back to their house and You're we played right. that drinking game. <laughs> I, I was around a bunch, they're like a bunch of like, I don't want to say they're country, like they're, they're a bunch of like bro. No, they're not, they're yeah. great people. I love them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're, like, they're, very, they're all uh, macho. They're macho, and Mark was like putting putting his elbow up on the truck, (laughs) drinking beer, and we were just kept saying, "Sup, bro? I'm a bro. I like cars. I like trucks." Why don't I picture myself like over on a Mini Cooper? (laughs) (laughs) Tell me why that was the night. I've I like I have never gotten so drunk. I peed. This happened. You're gonna spill this. You know what? I'm gonna spill the honest tea because that's what we are about here. So Mark and I are just like going ham sandwich on these drinks, on these little, I don't know if we were drinking Mighty Lighties or like Bud Lights or what they were. Pickle of Ultras, that's what they were. And uh, that's basically water. And we were like, we probably each had 10 beers and we were, I was so drunk and Mark and I get up into the elevator on the hotel and I was like, I was like, do you remember exactly what I said? Cause I was no, like, I, I was like, I remember it being something along, along the lines of, oh no, Mark, oh no, oh no. And next thing you know, cause I have on a gown, basically there's just liquid coming out, seeping out slowly from the gown. <laughs> and we're literally 30 and seconds away from the hotel. <laughs> In the elevator. Oh. And I was like, we didn't drive so home. We didn't drive. We didn't? No, uh, Harley's husband. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my sister's sister in law's husband. Yes. Man, we were very good. We were very good. Oh, man, what a time. I love that. I love getting drunk with Mari, first of all. Like, we were talking, so we're going to go to Vegas in August. And we were talking, we're going to bring the mic, and we go at like 6 a.m. on one night or one morning. Sorry. Well, you know, we're going to get into it. But tell me why we're going to be recording and then fall asleep. I know. (laughs) 
That's so funny. Oh my gosh, remember whenever, um, oh, Mark and I, one time, can I spill the tea about the time that you realized you were super drunk and realized your feelings? Uh, let's say that Let's say that. Episode. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, well, that's a good one. I will say there was one night. Actually, you know what? We're the honesty. Go what? ahead. Are you sure? Feel that honest. I can leave that part out. Because no. my favorite part, well, that is, that is actually my favorite part, but um, Mark and I were so drunk and we thought we were, we were whispering. Dallas. We were in Dallas. And we went with our friends, <laughs> two friends, and we were all sharing a hotel room. Okay. And we thought we were whispering, but we were scream whispering. <laughs> <laughs> and girl, we had checks made. Yeah. Instead of eating out of a bag, we decided to open the bag and dump all the checks mixed on the bed as we're eating it and talking. Oh man, yeah. We if you don't want, we don't even have to pass that threshold because it's so. That's like, but that is just so epitome of like whenever us. we get yeah us like when we get to that point together. Yeah, we've been through it like before we turned twenty one, trying to sneak you into the bar. I know. <laughs> when did you, you made an excuse for me too? Was, oh no, because I told you before. I was like, I thought you were gonna grab your ID, and then I caught you. I'm like, oh, it's not here. <laughs> First of all, um, I look, especially back then, because I already do feel like I have a very young face, but especially back then, I looked like I was like 12. So I don't know who I thought I was kidding. <laughs> Me too, girl. You know? And so we tried to go around to the back, the other side. <laughs> I love it. You know what I was thinking about? Like, that was a time, I think another reason, uh, this is so weird, but like before I did my eyebrows, I felt like it made me look a little younger too. And I was still pretty proud because I was thinking, I'm like, man, you stayed me whenever I didn't have eyebrows. Like, Girl. that's going to speak a little something to my personality, right? Or maybe I just get good blowjobs. Who knows? But like, <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like it's going to be a little something. I'm doing something. I was doing something right back in the day. Girl. <laughs> oh, girl. So it's Pride Month. It is. celebrating. What do you have to say, honey? Oh, I've just been jamming Lady Gaga. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Oh. So we did our last week. We did talk about prom. A uh, prom. What the hell? <laughs> Pride. We talked about prom. Everything. But we're not going to put that episode out. But basically, it's it's the anniversary of the Stonewall riots that happened in June of it was fifty years ago. Well, no, 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 no. It was fifty one years ago. Uh-huh. Uh, because this year is the fiftieth anniversary of the the Pride Parade mm-hmm. slash March, right? Which happened a year after the Stonewall riots. Which, if you could summarize the Stonewall riots, how would you say it? I know we. Uh, so, long then. story short, you know, back then it was it was illegal to be gay. It was illegal to dress in the opposite sex's clothing, so oh, drag wow. queens and yeah. uh, trans transgender people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was illegal, and the cops would raid the the gay bar and take these people in mm-hmm. and also is there a prohibition and so I don't I don't know exactly what the rules are they couldn't sell alcohol publicly anyways the mafia of, of what prohibition was yeah yeah you couldn't consume or sell publicly isn't that crazy I mean, you could have privately right like, because I think what the because the, the mafia bought the bar mm-hmm. had it as a gay bar and supplied them with liquor but they would make the people come in and sign their names saying it was a private club uh-huh. or or exclusive, you had to pay three dollars, and it was like an exclusive. They got around yeah, yeah. the rules somehow, and people would put fake names because they didn't want to be outed. Oh my gosh! Can I just quick sidebar? How crazy is it that you used to have to hide to drink publicly? I love drinking. I mean, can you is imagine? it? 
is it crazier than like having to hide who you love? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that time. That's what you got from the story. <laughs> You know what? <laughs> men love, some men love men, some women love women. I love my boots. So I'm speaking out to what speaks okay, true to my heart, okay? okay? Uh, <laughs> so they well, had to sign up their name, but not their real names. They had well, to- they're supposed to do it wrong. Yeah. They wouldn't. But, uh, and then the cops who were paid off by the mafia would warn when they were going to have like a raid. Uh-huh. That way they could warn the bar and, and get out. Yeah. Well, the cops came without warning one night and mm-hmm. they were harassing and then it got out of hand. I don't want to say got out of hand, but like they, they were fighting back. They were tired yeah. of being harassed. Right, right. They started a riot. They were raising and a ruckus, started a riot. Exactly, yes. exactly. So that's, and then a year after that, they had their first march in New York City from Stonewall to Central Park. Mm. Uh, and every year since, they've been celebrating Pride. I love that. What has been your favorite year of Pride? Like what has meant, whether it was the year that meant the My most to you? biggest or- one, and I don't know if I've ever told you this, because it was uh, me and Leanne were both leasing uh-huh. at that, uh, together. Basically, we worked together. Right. And we alternate Saturdays. And I wanted Saturday off to go to the Pride Festival. <laughs> and I didn't really know anybody at that time to go with. Uh-huh. So I uh, go with Joey. Who's Leanne's husband. Leanne's husband. Yes. Which like, is I'll like go with friends. you. Like, I want to go. Like, I'll go with you. Uh-huh. And so we go. We go to the festival. We watch some shows. We're looking at the vendors. We're just having so much fun. Yeah. Uh, was it just you and Joey, or did Leanne go too? It was just me. Oh, Leanne was at work. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, it was just me and Joey. We went to go eat uh, downtown, and then we went and watched the parade. And I just remember this feeling of belonging to something. Uh, and I'll never oh forget. Gosh, there, was a, there was a flow, and they were carrying. There was a church, and they were carrying a sign saying "God loves you too," and "We love you," and "You're our family." And oh, it was just the most amazing feeling. Was this your first? year coming out of Brownwood? Uh, no, no. I don't think so. But you, had you not really been involved in the community prior to that? No, not really. Oh, man, I never, yeah. You know, I was one of those, I guess, with internalized homophobia, like where, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not about that. I know, I don't know. You know what I mean? Right. We also come from a really small town where that's, that's not prevalent there. Right. And, you know, it's, it, it might be more of a conservative town too on top of that because right. for it those is. who aren't from Texas, like a lot of small towns, we have little <laughs> Bible thumpers, like that's big out here. Like know? they literally thump the Bible. They, you know, <laughs> they. <laughs> I like it too because whenever I said we have Bible thumpers out here, tell me why I took my hand, took my thumb, and started thumping my hand. And my... Wait, is that what they call it? Thumping? You do it with your thumb? I don't know. <laughs> Mind blown. My blood. Yo, I think thump, thumb, thumping. <laughs> wow, you learn a lot on this show with us, y'all. <laughs> Well, anyways, yeah, so that's the first yeah. time I'd ever really been. Yeah. You know, and I had been to the gay bars with friends. I'd always gone with, like, friends that are girls or whatever. Right, right. I never really had any gay guy friends, which I never really realized how much I needed until I had one. Oh, my gosh. I had them. I had that group, you know. Is it because you feel like someone truly understands what you're going through? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh they know it. They yeah. know it. And then it's also, like, 
life. You know, y'all, y'all, a lot of the gay men have had the same struggles. Yeah. And things like that. And, you know, growing up in a society that tells you that basically a society that, uh, I don't want to say this wrong, de- demasculizes. What is it? Demasculates? Emasculates. Uh-huh. Like, takes away your masculinity. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Because they, you know, they're like, oh, if you're gay, you're a sissy. You're oh, a uh-huh. you're, you're a little girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I'm a man. Yeah, you know, man, like, yeah. It's so ingrained in the society. And the, even now, people ask, well, which one's the guy, which one's the girl? Uh, we're gay, we're both guys. Oh, right, right. <laughs> But you know, I wish people would say, so like, as a woman, you can have a lot of masculine energy, and as a man, you can have a lot of feminine energy, like, you know, or as a man, you yeah, I feel like traditionally there's more masculine energy, and as a woman, there's more feminine energy, but there's such a spectrum, and, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like... Well, I mean, I've seen all kinds of types of couples. I've seen yeah. really, really masculine couples all together. I've seen really feminine, mm-hmm. masculine. You would be surprised at the, like, discrimination and the uh, prejudice within the community. Really? Yeah, it's a whole thing of like, oh, only like masculine guys. Or what? Like, yeah. Or I'm masculine. Well, what does that even mean? Yeah. Or exactly. I'm straight acting. What? what does that mean? Like, they're basically... Oh, they act saying, straight. Like, yeah, you wouldn't know the difference. Or that's what they, they're trying they, to they say. They think, yeah. And I'm like, well, that's stupid. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, when you really think about it, because I mean, like, you know, you're you or you. It doesn't right. matter. Yeah. You know? It's so so wild to me that like we've talked about this it's man it's crazy we we brought this up last time on the episode that we didn't air but it is crazy to me whenever like you have been not you specifically but like if anybody who's been in a position in their life where they have not been accepted by other people because of how they identify and in whatever sense that may be for you not to have an open enough heart to like be open to all those around you because you want to be accepted so why would you not accept everybody else that's what we talked about like in the Stonewall days mm-hmm. 50 something years ago like the gay men didn't like the transgender oh people. that's what it was that's like what they, about that. they were yeah. at the uh, they would go to gay clubs and there was gay clubs that transgender people were not allowed into mm-hmm. what yeah it's so crazy that's it? crazy well even and it, even now there's like racism inside the gay community uh, like I don't know if you've ever heard like like you know wool grinder they'll grind it but yeah. they'll, they'll put no fats no femme which is no feminine yeah. no Asians, no blacks. I'm Wait, like, grinder? Yeah. Wait, grinder, son? No, no, no. People put that on their ground. Also, grinder is how I meet all of my best friends. <laughs> <laughs> But that they people put that on their profile on Grinder. Oh. And I'm like, uh, okay, internalized homophobia and racism. Well, it's just a preference. I don't like black guys. No, you're racist. Yeah. Because you can't say you do not like every black man there's ever been. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you cannot mother freaking deal. Isn't that crazy? Within the gay community. Well, then we talked to, I don't know, we talked about Caitlyn Jenner. Was oh, against uh-huh. gay marriage. Yes. As a transgender woman. Oh, I can't, she literally, I, I, she's canceled to me she's canceled I can't I can't but the moment you told me that I was like girl why you got to go you can't you can't be here anymore what she I said to her did <laughs> you got to go <laughs> look you know I think sometimes like I do think sometimes um culturally speaking that like certain people will tend to stick to their race because it's more comfortable for them because like 
you know, anytime you're going into another culture, how should I say this? No, I get it. You I know get what, what you're saying? saying. But you don't outwardly come out and say it like that. That's not how you, you oh, I can't. I can't. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. But I mean, we all live in the United States and for the most part, we all have the same culture. I mean, maybe not like, you know, if you come from an Indian family or if you come from a Middle Eastern family, there's right. going to be different cultures and stuff. But even even black families have their own culture. Like yeah, exactly. Entirely. There's a whole other world that mm-hmm. us as white people, which is insane because if you think about it, we don't really think about our race. It doesn't really cross my mind. Right. Unless it's in contrast to black lives or black people. Right. Black people are always reminded of race mm-hmm. every day, all the day long. Because when you turn on the TV, you're going to see white people. Um, I never had a black teacher in my life. I've had nothing but white mm-hmm. teachers, which yeah. if I look at my black friends, that means they've never had a black teacher. They've only had white teachers. Wow. You know, um, I can count on probably one hand the number of times I've been the only white guy in our world. You don't think about that, but black yeah. people are often the only colored person in, in an area. You know what I mean? Like, that happens often. I wonder. Yeah. All of that goes on, and it's just, you know, we don't think about it. It's a privilege that we don't yeah. have to think about it. It doesn't cross our mind. Right. We don't have to wonder, well, am I not getting a call for this job because of my name? Because mm-hmm. it sounds black? Right, right. Am I not? You know what I mean? Yeah, I totally feel that. That is crazy. I mean, I, I've known some people um, who were the minorities. Ooh, I'm not even just talking about white people, but like um, some Hispanic friends, you know, were the minorities or some white friends were the minorities like in like a Hispanic community or in, within a black community where that's like, that was the prevalent race. And so, but it's so far and few between that I've heard of those stories. It is just interesting. Honestly, the only times that I really like think about my race and it's like, this is how it almost, it's like the first world problems of race, right? Um, it's like whenever I'm dancing, you know, I love so to get out there. White privilege. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Race that, that's when you think about it when you're making a fool of yourself. <laughs> but people are like, okay, white girl. Or I had a few people. Well, it's funny too me. because you're mixed. Yeah. Technically. Yeah, technically you, would, you wouldn't know it. But uh, but I am half Hispanic and, and half white. But, you know, I just, I don't know. Like, I've, I've had a few times. Whenever, Is that I've been, like, to say, like, you're mixed? I didn't mean it like in that negative. Like, no, not at all. Uh, oh, I can literally care less. No, no, you're good. Um, but, well, like. You're a butt. You're a butt. <laughs> you know what? Uh, that's a little reference. Some mutts make the best dogs. So, thank you very much. Oh, like Louie. Like Louie, baby. And, like, my little ball, ball ups. Oh. So, um, yeah, but then the only other times, like, I have been in some situations where I was like, yo, what's going on? Because I was like, the hell? But I've been, I've sat at a light a few times this happened to me. And, like, some people started to get out of their cars and be like, hey, white girl, white girl. And I was like, oh. To oh. you? Yeah, I'm not kidding you. Okay, and that's literally never happened to me in my really? life. Really? Maybe it's because of, like, the neighborhood I live in. But that's happened in that neighborhood multiple times. Where you are now? Mm-hmm. Where I'm at now at this We'll bleep that out. But yeah, it's happened a few times. But, but why? Why did they jump out at the car? I I'm don't so know. Confused. It's so it was so random and it's both happened at early hours. Like it's all because you're like straddling the line with your car <laughs> or like halfway through the intersection. <laughs> like, I don't know why. <laughs> 
even happened. I, I'm surprised I even caught this because I'm like deaf and I literally, you've heard my music, right? I put it all the way up and uh, I didn't realize that you could hear that outside of the car, but like, but I like all That's outside right. noise cancels out. But this is the only time where like th- my music was super down. I was like, girl, they're going to be mad. You was listening to the know, right? frozen soundtrack. Now me, now me, now it's so crazy right but yeah i mean like but outside of that didn't know like i haven't really been in positions where i do think about the, my color of my skin yeah you know but like think about it if you go because you're talking about company picnic y'all can't do it this year but when you go to the company picnic <laughs> imagine if you were a black person there mm-hmm. it's all hispanic and all white right we and had a hundred like oh there's no yes. like we had 128 employees and last time we had that we had like five um five black people in there isn't that's it so, wild that's so crazy and I don't really, I mean, a lot of the people were hired, like, and have been with the company for forever. And yeah. I feel like we are predominantly, like, Hispanic. We, yeah. Like, our Hispanics are in our company, but... Um, it's just... Yeah. Right in that wild. Well, speaking of, do you have some resources for people to educate yes. themselves? My little phone's about to die, so I hope it stays alive enough me, for me to figure out what's, um, what to say. But so some of the people, and I thought that this was really interesting. So, oh no, my phone's going to, oh, it died. Yeah. Um, so I don't know where I found this out because I've been following a bunch of like new social media influencers. And also, do you need to search? Oh, yeah. Thank you. So, first of all, I don't even think I would like to just say Rachel Cargill, Dante um, Cooley. They are very informative, but especially Rachel Cargill, and I feel like she um, posts a lot on her stories of people that are very informative for her, and and she speaks out a lot on, on a lot of things. So I would highly recommend her. Also, too. Um, I've been reading a lot into this about how like black creators and influencers don't get the exposure that a lot of white influencers do. And so a lot of, you know, a lot of, or I wouldn't even say a lot. Some creators have been on there and like promoting all these accounts for these black influencers. And the, I heard this from somebody and they were like, you should definitely like expand because whether, no matter what the reason was, like your exposure may not have been there or, you know, maybe, I don't even know, yeah. you know, you know what I'm saying? But, no, anyways, I but they were like, they were like, go in and take a look and don't just like do a pity follow because you, you want to like you know you're following them because you feel bad on the inside or you're just like again like a pity follow go through and actually find we will take the pity followers i know right (laughs) not to see podcasts and instagram all y'all you need to pity follow somebody (laughs) Uh, another one i really like is going to be uh dope queen phoebes uh phoebe robinson Uh she was on two dope queens mirror i used to see all the time Uh Uh, and then she has a podcast also called uh so many white guys uh-huh. And that's where she interviews people of color and women who are doing stuff in different areas and stuff like Ooh, that. So I love that. She's a big one that I really like. Uh, another.
another uh, I have a few podcasts I've been listening to that uh-huh. I really enjoy um, Waiting Malaya. on Reparations uh-huh. it's through iHeartRadio that one is really good there's one episode out so far and I listened to that and then Higher Learning with Van Lathan and Rachel Lindsay she was on The Bachelor do you, you watch The Bachelor? Mm-mm, no. She's the first black lead on oh, Bachelor. But when I was yes. listening, they haven't had that. And she's been like really outspoken about it. And she's like, I'm going to leave the franchise if y'all don't. Because yeah. it's been like 18 years, I think she said. Wow. 30 something seasons. And there's she's the only black lead that they've had. So the only thing about the leads is I thought how The Bachelor and The Bachelor at Work was that the lead of the next season is their runner up on whoever they didn't choose. But it would have been their top two people, but the one who they did end up. I don't know enough to know. That's interesting though, because if there is some kind of like, you know, if they do have some kind of power outside of like who somebody's backup is, um, I I wonder if Beyonce's gonna come through on this right now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, y'all, if it comes through, it's Pride Month, okay? Just let it let it roll, let it roll. Um, but Saja, uh, I think it's S A J A reads. She had produced a really good like set of books of that were really educational and and um, felt you know, informative to her. Um, There's some good books too. Yeah. Do you have that list? My phone died. I <laughs> of course, like, this is my... Remembering the, <laughs> I'm like, remember I have the attention span of a squirrel, so definitely not. <laughs> so some of the good books, and I'll, I'll, I'll read off the ones that I have read. Uh, White Fragility, I've read that. Oh, I've heard really good things good about one. that, yeah. Uh, the New Jim Crow, is that on here? I've read that one. I don't know if it's on this list, but mm-hmm. I've read that one. Uh, that's a good one. Um, what else? Oh, I didn't know Just Mercy is a book. So that's also, they have a, uh, oh, there's a new Jim Crow. They have a, I think it's on Amazon Prime. It's a movie. And I've seen people say that's really good to, really good to watch. So there's just some good books. Uh, another one's, uh, so you want to talk about race. Uh, and then I also love Malcolm Gladwell and his books. I think I talked about this last time. It's a book called Talking to Strangers and oh, uh-huh. talking to people and how we, assume we know how other people are expressing themselves Mm -hmm. uh, and what they're saying in their body language and it's not always true Uh, the friends fallacy yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. If you watch friends with the off, you know if they're upset, if they're happy, if they're sad because of their facial expressions. Yeah. But in real life, people aren't like that. Right. Somebody could like, you know, rest in bitch face, but be happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Totally. You can't really anyways, it's a really good book and it just talks about the whole Sandra Bland thing that happened uh here in Texas and where she got pulled over by a cop just for not 
using a turn signal Mm -hmm. and it escalated all the way to her being yanked out of her car and thrown down on the ground and she was found dead in her jail cell three days later right like he had like broken her wrist during the time of everything going on right right right. i didn't know that was here in texas yeah damn she was moving here from i want to say chicago for a job at a college Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. Anyways, and it's about that and about how their communication, both of them, uh, they're kind of what could have led to that escalation. Yeah. To what could have stopped it. So, it, Michael Gladwell, he's great. He also does Revisionist History podcast. That's his podcast. And I don't know. I can just listen to his voice. Like, I love his voice. Oh, I love that. I, I do want to check that out. I'm all, when my phone girl. charges up, girl, send me a little list. The um, Another thing is, I just saw today, Netflix and Amazon both have released uh, Black Lives Matter, like, playlist so to speak which is just like it's a list of movies and documentaries and everything like so explore that um i know I the like, 13th is really good oh yeah yeah somebody re- oh uh saint hoax had recommended that also too um instead of I, I wish I could give credit where credit is due right now. It's just my phone is straight up dead. But I take screenshots of like a ton of this stuff. But somebody um, recommended to if you're thinking about educating yourself and buying books, why not buy it from a black owned business bookstore? Yeah. So highly recommend that. And do you, oh, you don't have that bookstore? I don't. I like it's all on the phone. <laughs> I hate it. I'm so sorry. You're looking to share it in the description or maybe you share it yes. on uh, Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> oh, another thing too. Um, what I was saying earlier that this new Instagram influ- influencer I follow, her name is Color Me Courtney, and she's so like animated and colorful. And she was saying, she's like, look, don't just throw a pity follow on somebody because you're ultimately going to end up unfollowing them. She was like, you know, do like follow people that speak to your aesthetic, speak to like what you like. And that way you can really get behind the people that like, you know, you can get behind these creators and influencers um, because you love their stuff. You know what I'm saying? And you're really going to boost, like you're really going to boost them, hype them up. You're going to want to recommend them to people. It's like, I told, I love that. So I went and followed a bunch of um, black creators who were just so colorful. Cause that's my thing. Like, I just love like color on the feed. Nice. So cute. Um, some of these Netflix that's in that playlist is LA 92, mm-hmm. American Sun, mm-hmm. 13th, which I've seen. They've got to have us when they see us. I've seen Becoming, which is about Michelle Obama. I read the book yeah. and I watched that. It's so good. Awesome. Uh, Moonlight, Self Made, Pose. We love some Pose. Oh my gosh, Pose is everything. Malcolm X. Yes. And Beyonce's Homecoming is on there. Yes. Speaking of, it's playing in the background. I know, it's playing in the background. Well, but, um, what, what time are we at? I was going to say, we're, at, like, we're right on an hour, so we're doing perfect. We're doing perfect. I'm sad. Okay, so if you were the listener that wrote in about... Oh, yes. yes I do think... I don't know. I must, do you think we should just address that next time? It'll still be June. Yeah, we'll address it next time. So, sorry. Um, we really... On the first episode we did two weeks ago, we addressed your question. Um, 
to a uh, quick synopsis we had a listener write in about they thought that they might possibly be gay and they didn't know how to number one tell they didn't know how i to can't get past the just use word synopsis i oh, come on webster's dictionary <laughs> damn i drank kombucha one time okay. I'm <laughs> but um oh we've just i've missed being in a good space when we do this i know this one's so amazing yes so it's like we really do want to address this question because i want to spend time on it yes exactly i mean i i can only imagine like i don't know how many people you've reached out to about this but i can only imagine imagine being so eager to get a response like from an unbiased source because I have written into podcasts whenever I needed help with things. And it's like every time that the podcast was released, it, I felt like a kid on Christmas morning and I was like, oh, is it going to talk to me about my question? And, and I was always a little let down when they didn't. So, um, way to go. I know. <laughs> so sorry. We didn't get to that this time, but we will next time. Um, do you have anything to end with? Like what's your final note? I can't believe you told people that you live on. I just want to throw in that beep. <laughs> I want to throw in, um, I don't know, this has to me been one of the most helpful things to see about, you know, I don't want to get like too political on here, but I've seen people, you know, some people have a, a response of all lives matter whenever it comes to say black lives matter. And have you seen that thing where it said, well, yeah, but if somebody said I have breast cancer, you would say, well, all cancer, you know, all people who have cancer matter, all types of cancer matter. And they wouldn't say, um, that one just like, I don't know, really felt like it hit home. And I'm like, it's so true. Like you wouldn't say that. All lives can't matter until black lives matter. hundred percent. So that's pretty much the ending of mine. Um, we're going to put this out on Friday because I don't even think we have anything to edit out other than where I yes well girl Um, thank you so much and thank you for being supportive i've had a rough month (laughs) i guess it's been with a lot going on personally a lot going on in the world and uh, i'm back though she's back she's back you know i think if it makes you feel you know why it's because of chromatica lady gaga i that actually did lift you up from you you're all you played a five percent role you know you're all good <laughs> thank you well if um anybody has any topics for us to address any um questions questions please email feedback. us yes well i know that i laugh a lot so <laughs> i don't mind hearing again but truly like what i had uh i don't know who I'm trying to think who came back. Oh, I had my friend. I'm all, I don't need, I'm all my name dropping. Joey gave me feedback and I was like, I do do that a lot. So ever since I've been made a conscious effort not to do it so much and girl. I like the quality. Girl. That's what it was, right? <laughs> the girl. He's, like, he's like, listen, that's like your thing. But you know, when you listen to a podcast for an hour, it's like saying girl 50 times maybe isn't the best thing. And I'm like, girl, what are you talking about? <laughs> Girl. Girl. But we do um we do like your your feedback. We are open yes. very the honesty podcast at gmail.com. Yes. Uh podcast on Instagram. We're gonna get us a little Twitter. 
Yum. Oh, are we? Yeah. You're going to be responsible We're going to tweet. We're going to tweet. We need to first learn how to Instagram. We're we so haven't even been. millennial. I know. We're so millennials. I'm, I'm so confused we're by so, Twitter, but. Well, we're supposed to be, have been doing our TikToks and we haven't. No. I had to stay away because oh. I got sucked in so much. Oh my gosh. I've been literally, so I had to put a timer on my phone to say it can only be on there 30 minutes a day. And then what happens is it says your time limit. <laughs> Mark literally looked at me like me. <laughs> I know how it is. I know. But like, um, I had to put that on there and I can't tell you how many times a day it tells me your time is up. And I say, remind me in 15 minutes. Girl. <laughs> Girl. Well, thank you for being you. Oh, and thank, thank you for your, I'm so glad that we're going to have an episode to put out. I know. It's going to go out on Friday. I'm so excited. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. We love you so much and we'll talk to you next week. Teach them to be brave. Cause if I have a son, he's never really safe And when you run to the corner store for a snack I wanna know that you'll make it back home Home. Your skin, it glitters like gold There's love inside of so but no matter what you say no matter what you do this world will never be as friendly to you i want to keep you close i want to keep you safe i hope i see the day where i don't have to pray every time you go